there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hi, I'm Wendy Zuckerman, and you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet. Within the last few decades, it seems that the peanut has gone from one of America's favorite snack foods to public enemy number one. Milwaukee teenager has died after having an allergic reaction to peanuts. Peanuts have been banned on airlines and in schools. No peanut products in the classroom means lunchboxes are kept in the hall. According to the CDC, 1.4% of kids in the US have peanut allergies. 1.4%. It might not sound like much, but it's actually quadrupled since the mid-90s. Several thousand kids each year end up in the ER because of a peanut allergy. That's according to the most recent data. So what is going on with all these peanut allergies? And what does this have anything to do with anything? We're going to start our story today with Gideon Lack, who has a bit of a cold. I may have to blow my nose, uh, embarrassingly, Gideon is a paediatrician and allergy researcher at King's College London. Okay, thanks. Gideon told us that back in the 90s, he and other researchers were seeing more and more kids with peanut allergies. It was really very weird and uh, very surprising. And it was also scary because when the body has a severe allergic reaction... It's a bit like a battlefield. The cheek swelling, diarrhoea, vomiting, swelling of the airways, difficulty breathing, the loss of consciousness. And so in the late 90s, allergy researchers got together to try to work out what to do about all these kids getting these nasty peanut reactions. And they decided to start giving some parents some very clear advice which was, don't feed your babies peanuts. In the year 2000, the American Academy of Pediatrics came out with guidelines telling parents just this. A lot of babies just shouldn't be eating peanuts. No peanut butter, no peanut cookies, until they're three years old. And Gideon says that this advice was particularly meant for babies with a high risk of getting peanut allergies, say if they had other food allergies or even eczema. They have really bad rashes. We know that that's the group that goes on to have a very high rate of peanut allergy. And eczema is common in babies, which meant a lot of parents were getting the advice to put the peanut butter on the high shelf. Our producer, Rose Rimler, asked Gideon about it. Were you telling your patients that? Uh, Yes, I was telling my patients that. I was giving that advice to um, my own family as well. It seemed intuitively true that by avoiding peanuts and by sort of cocooning the baby, we would prevent the development of allergies. And so after those guidelines in 2000 came out, doctors across the US and the UK were telling parents, don't give your babies peanuts. And the world chugged along for a few years. Gideon's kids grew up. Harry Potter got made into movies. Britney Spears shaved her head. Britney Spears. She's bald. Yeah, a lot happened during the 2000s. But one thing that didn't happen? Peanut allergies didn't go away. The advice to banish nutter butters from the kitchen just didn't seem to be working. 
Studies were finding that kids who weren't eating any peanuts were still becoming allergic to them. And Gideon had noticed it too. My first inkling uh, that this might be off base was really from listening to my patients. What were, what were they saying to you? Well, they were saying, I just don't understand. We avoided giving our child peanuts and yet the child has developed peanut allergy. So what was going on? Gideon found the answer somewhere unexpected. Here's what happened. He was at a conference in Israel giving a talk on peanut allergies, and he started his talk the way that he always did. He asked the doctors in the room, about 200 of them. How many of you in the audience have seen a case of peanut allergy in the last year? When Gideon did this in the US or the UK, he said practically every doctor would put their hand up. They just couldn't swing a dead cat without hitting a kid with a peanut allergy. But here, in Israel? I only saw just a couple of hands go up in the audience. That counted something like two or three. And I was startled and sort of uh, had to question myself whether I was really seeing things correctly. Yes, they were seeing allergies in abundance. They were seeing asthma in abundance. But they were not seeing peanut allergy. Gideon went searching for more data. His team did a study of more than 10,000 kids in the UK and Israel, and he found that peanut allergies were 10 times more common in the British kids than the Israeli ones. Yeah, 10 times higher. It was the very first clear clue that there was something going on here. And there was one curious thing that might possibly explain what was going on in Israel. And it had to do with a very particular Israeli snack. Puffs that contain peanut protein. What are these puffs? What are these puffs? They're a bit like, I think, what you would call cheese doodles. These cheeseless cheese doodles are packed with peanuts and they're called bamba. Bamba is pretty much made for little kids. The mascot is actually a baby in a diaper. In fact, an Israeli parent actually told me that the first three words that an Israeli baby learns to speak are Abba, Ima, and Bamba, which is uh, dad, mom, and then uh, Bamba. (laughs) And the fact that all these Israeli babies were chowing down on Bambas and not getting peanut allergies made Gideon think, could these peanut puffs actually be protecting these kids? So back home in England, his team decided to test it out on babies. They got more than 600 bubs who had a high risk of getting peanut allergies. They had some of the pipsqueaks avoid peanuts like the plague. You know, the usual strategy. And then there was another group of babies who were fed peanutty snacks like Bumba on the reg. And after five years... Gideon found that the bumper babies were way less likely to be allergic to peanuts. In fact, they were around five times less likely to get peanut allergies. This was a huge effect, and we didn't for a moment anticipate such an effect. So what, what was the mood when you crunched the final numbers? Did you pop the champagne? <laughs> uh, if I'm not mistaken, we had a, a small glass of uh, malt whiskey. But they couldn't party too hard. Because there remained the question of why. Why did eating peanutty bumba seem to protect the little kids? 
After all, this flew in the face of everything they thought they knew about allergies. Well, <laughs> I scratched my head over a long time and... Does Gideon figure it out? And what should parents do for their kids? You can find out by listening to our full episode on peanut allergies. Search for Science Versus, that's Science VS, and click on Peanuts. I'm Wendy Zuckerman. Back to you next time.